The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that you can join me for today's Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Today, we're going to be talking about goodness and kindness. What does goodness and kindness have to do with health and healing? And I hope I can clarify that a little bit today. Before I get into that, I'd like to say that you can find me on Facebook. The Healing Whisper is the page. You can find Dr. Marianne Chase on Twitter and LinkedIn and my website, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as YouTube. I have a couple of videos and several playlists of videos that particularly speak to me and things that have to do with healing. And let's see, also there is Meerkat live streaming. So if you're really into live streaming video, you can catch me on Meerkat a few times a week and especially during shows, radio shows like this. And one last thing that I need to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in the show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Goodness. And kindness. Well, that word goodness, it does have some uh, use as an exclamation. Goodness gracious. And, um, I know my, my parents and, and their generation used that as an exclamation a lot. But when we are talking about goodness in the context of healing. It has to do with an identity, your own personal identity. So what is goodness? It is actually a virtue. And if you think of it as the English language, it's used as a noun which describes something. And if 
a person or a thing is described as good, we pretty much know what that means. It has to do with like good food or bad food. So it, it, it is something that brings pleasure when we talk about good. And it is considered by Webster a virtue of moral excellence, a belief in the basic goodness of man. And sometimes it's very difficult to believe in the basic goodness of man simply because if you come from the religious upbringing that I have, you tend to go to the original sin concept that because man sinned, or did bad things, that man is not good. But then you also have to look at that original concept that the action does not make the person. So goodness is about the quality of being good. And if we were to take some words that are synonymous, synonyms of goodness, we've got righteousness, morality, integrity, purity, decency, worthiness, merit, honesty, just to name a few of those synonyms. And that's essentially what goodness is and how it works as an identity is do you identify yourself as good? Do you identify yourself as moral, having integrity, being honest, having merit? That's what goodness is about. Now, we talk about kindness, and kindness is also a noun, and kindness is also an identity and a virtue. Unlike goodness, which is the identity of yourself internally, do you believe inside, in your heart, that you are good, whereas kindness is the identity of how you are externally, how you are to the rest of the world. And kindness, I believe, is the number one issue that we as humans will have. We want other people to be kind to us, but we are not necessarily kind to others. And I think it's a identity that every single person struggles with at some point in their life, if not 
a lot in their life. And it's also an issue that we don't necessarily like to admit that we have an issue with that. So again, what is kindness? It is a virtue. It is the quality of being friendly or generous or considerate. And some words that are synonymous with kindness could be affection, warmth, gentleness, compassion, sympathy, charitableness. These are all things that we do to or for other people. So that's what is so important about goodness and kindness. It's how we identify ourselves. You hear it over and over again. Who are you? What is your identity? Who do you want to be when you grow up? That seems to be the essence of our humanness, is who are we? Who do we want to be when we grow up? And when we do not know who we are, when we do not know our identity, then we don't know what our purpose is. And when we don't know what our purpose is, we're like a ship without a rudder. You know, we just kind of go with the flow or maybe not necessarily go with the flow, but just wherever the winds blow us. And sometimes that could be a good thing to go with the flow don't rock the boat, and sometimes that could be a negative thing. And it can be a negative thing because in your heart, in your heart of hearts, when you don't know who you are or what your identity is, then when you go with the flow, you might be going somewhere that you find out later that, well, that really wasn't where I wanted to go, but... I still don't know where I want to go. So for an individual to build their identity around the concept of goodness and around the concept of kindness, you can begin to find out who you are. And I must say at this time, every single person is unique. They are not that person that you see on TV that you admire. They are not that person that you work with. They, you, are an individual, unique individual that can live under the, the, the umbrella, shall we say, of the identity of being good and 
kind. It's an interesting concept to think, well, I could be good and I could be kind, but is how does that make me who I am? That makes you who you are simply by knowing that you are good and that you are kind in whatever endeavor that you go to. And those are your rudders to your boat. When something comes along that can go against that concept of goodness or kindness, then you have the rudder to say, no, that is not the direction that I will be going. I will go in a direction that continues me in the belief of goodness and kindness. And that is what it comes down to, is the beliefs around goodness and kindness. So folks, when we come back from the break, we'll get into why the beliefs about goodness and kindness are so important. So please, don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Running is one of the fastest-growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In-Flight Running Show with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running, whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about goodness and kindness and how they affect us in our health and wellness. And just before the break, I was talking about our beliefs and how they can affect us. And how does that work? Well, let's just say you have a negative belief. And that belief in your cells of your body. That is a belief that is in your heart. And the heart of everything is not that beating heart. It is the I love you with all my heart heart. And when you have a negative belief it affects your entire body. So let's say you've got a negative belief related to goodness. And what is the opposite of goodness but bad? And your belief is, I am bad. Or your negative belief could be, I am not good enough. Or even I am unforgivable. Now that is all negative beliefs. And how did you develop those beliefs? Well, as a small child or even as before you were born, these beliefs might be something you inherited from either your parents or their parents, and you inherited them because They are in the cells of your body, every single cell of your body. Or you develop belief because of as a small child or even a young adult, somebody was telling you that you were bad. You are a bad girl. You're a bad boy. And or you were led to believe that you weren't good enough. You couldn't be perfect enough. Or you did something that, for whatever reason, you chose not to forgive yourself and you said to yourself, I could never be forgiven for this act. So you've got these negative beliefs. And there is that they are living in you. They are a subconscious belief. They are a belief that's going on 24-7. And, but you have a conscious desire to be good enough, to be forgiven, to be good. And that conscious desire is conflicting with the subconscious belief that you are bad. And that conflict in and of itself 
causes stress. And we've all probably heard this, that stress causes illness. And that's true. That's what it is all about, is stress causing the illness. So that is the beliefs, the negative beliefs with goodness. So what are the negative beliefs that we will have with kindness? That people will take advantage of you or people are too sensitive. Now, how does that relate to kindness? Well, now remember, kindness is an external value, something that we're putting out there. If you think that people will take advantage of you, that is the belief that if you are kind, people will walk all over you. Or if you're believing that people are too sensitive, that's because they have reacted negatively towards you and in an action that you might have put out there of unkindness when you acted in an unkind way and people got upset. So you had the belief, have the belief, that people are just too sensitive. I will do what I do because I do it that way, because people are just too sensitive. It's not my problem. Those are beliefs reacting to the external of kindness. Kindness is also an issue of not believing that you are accepted. So there are all sorts of negative emotions that are causing this conflict in us all the time, which causes the stress, which causes the disease. What are the negative emotions that come with goodness? Basically, fear and shame. Issues of feeling insignificant. Which makes kind of sense. You, If you believe that you are bad, you kind of have this shame associated with being bad. I am ashamed that I am a bad person. And that shame brings about fear. How? Well, if you think that you have done something bad, if you feel that you are unforgiven for something done bad, you're just waiting for the next shoe to drop, as it were. What's going to happen to me as a result of my being bad? And when something does happen, it just kind of begins to confirm that little inner voice that says, I'm bad, I deserved this whatever that bad thing that happened was. And a lot of times people believe that when they get sick, 
And when they get ill, diseased, they deserve it because they were a bad person. But they live in fear. And I will say right now that fear is the opposite of love. And people act in unkindness because they live in fear. It is their way of responding to that fear. If I put out more fear, if I put out unkindness, then I am protecting myself. So if you know how the fight or flight response is going to this fear from being afraid of the shameful things that you probably haven't done, but you certainly believe that you have, and you react in an unkind way, it is that fight or flight or the stress response in action. It's something that we do is a self-protective measure. And folks, we were all born with and were created with this fight-or-flight response as a self-preservation. And when it comes to the emotions, we're finding ourselves in this emotional loop with goodness of fear and shame and feeling insignificant. That doesn't mean that you haven't done things that were wrong or bad, but that doesn't mean you are wrong or you are bad. And so now you've come into this loop of the fear and shame You're reacting with the fight or flight because you're protecting yourself from the unkindness or the badness of other people. I hope I'm making sense here about what this is and what's going on. So when we do this, We want to live. We want to survive. Now, what are some of the negative emotions related to kindness? Those negative emotions are hurt, rejection, abandonment, aggression, or the issues that are related to kindness are rejection or acceptance. When we think about a person that has been kind to us, we think about how accepting that has felt. Or if we feel we have been rejected or something that we do or believe in is being rejected, we feel That is an act of unkindness. Folks, when we come back from the break, 
I want to get into a little bit more about kindness and how some of these kindness issues or emotions might have come about for us. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show welcome back to the show and Thank you for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and just like to repeat that you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my white website, thehealingwhisper.com. And uh, as we are talking today about goodness and kindness, just before the break, I mentioned that I would uh, talk a little bit more about those negative emotions related to kindness, which are hurt, rejection, abandonment, and aggression. And when we feel that or believe that we are not kind or that the only way to survive in the world is to act in an unkind way, those beliefs of rejection or acceptance come to the forefront. And so, 
how could those beliefs have come about? And a lot of it, believe it or not, can be birth issues. There is trauma that causes a lot of our negative beliefs. And I'm, I'm talking about not the kind of trauma that you think about with severe anxiety-driven, horrible things that could happen to us. Yeah, those kinds of things can make us feel rejected. <clears throat> those kinds of things can also cause us to believe those negative beliefs. So now let's talk about birth trauma. And I'm going to have a show in a few weeks about this specifically that will get into some real detail about this. But very briefly, the birthing process which should be a very natural and easy thing, has been made to be very difficult and anxiety-driven. I know when I had my children, I went to these classes on birthing that just told you all the things that could go wrong with having a baby. And then you're put into a sterile surgical type of environment, sometimes children are born by C-section where the mother has to be completely anesthetized. And I know that's how I was born. And in that day, the mothers were completely anesthetized. And you know what? When complete anesthesia is given for surgery, we actually kind of are just one step away from being dead. <laughs> that is a literal fact of what is going on during anesthesia. And our spirit, our connection to that unborn child is severed. What's a baby to do? What this this infant human without a fully developed brain, without a fully developed emotional being that was fully dependent upon the emotions and the beliefs and everything of their mother, suddenly that's severed. Can you see why that issue of abandonment can be a big one when it comes to kindness? And this will bring in this subject of what are we doing to our children? How are our children learning to be kind? How are our children learning that they, they can be kind? And so I, I just got the question of how old am I? Well, I'll let you guys do the math. I was born in 1956. And to be born by cesarean section in 1956 was major surgery and unusual at best. 
Whereas today, in today's world, a full 80 to 90 percent, uh, no, no, not 90 percent, 80 percent of children are born by C-section. That is a different subject for the, the show when I will have a special guest that will talk about that. So now that is how a person could develop that sense of abandonment. And how do you react to being abandoned? You can react in that unkind way because if you feel abandoned, if you feel like you have been rejected, if you feel hurt, how else can you react but by being unkind to prevent that from happening again. So I spoke earlier in the show about how our beliefs are in every single cell of our body. And this may give you a sense of hopelessness. If these beliefs are embedded in every single cell of my body, how am I going to ever overcome this to be good and learn that I am good or be kind to other people? How am I ever going to overcome it? Because I obviously believe I'm otherwise. Well, basically you have to understand that those beliefs are in every cell of your body and that they need to be changed not by a, a pill, not by sitting on a couch in a psychiatrist's office and talking. Now, I'm not saying psychiatrists and psychologists can't help. They certainly can. If they know about energy techniques to change these beliefs. And those energy techniques, there's many, many, many different energy techniques to change these beliefs. Before I get into that, though, what can happen to a person physically because of negative beliefs surrounding goodness and kindness? And yes, folks, these beliefs actually will affect an organ system of our body. With goodness, that organ system happens to be the respiratory system, our lungs, the way we breathe. Now, I'm not saying that these problems with a respiratory system is 100% related to being bad or believing that you're bad. There are certainly respiratory system problems that can be caused by environmental issues, the foods you eat, the air that you breathe, the water that you drink, Those all can affect it. But the food you eat, the air you breathe, the water you drink 
can affect any system in the body. And if you have a goodness issue, it could be more likely to cause a respiratory issue. So here's here's just a little thing to think about. When you breathe, it's breathing in life and breathing out toxins. And if you can't breathe, it may be because you're saying, I'm not good enough. I can't breathe in life. I am not good enough to breathe in life. Makes me want to take a really deep breath. In kindness, it affects our central nervous system, which includes our brain. And all of the nerves of our body. And you you would think, okay, that central nervous system, that is the main thing. Yeah, it is. And we also have separate nervous systems in our digestive system. And so those nerves that we have our brain, every single cell of our brain that's being affected by unkindness, our own negative beliefs surrounding kindness, affects every single other nervous, every single other organ system. Not just the nervous system alone. That's why we look at all of these things. How does it affect every single system of our body? As people, as humans, we cannot separate out single things and just treat that single thing because we are treating the entire system, the entire body. And as we do so, we affect every single system of the body. So that's why when you drink things that are not good for you, and I I don't want to get into that endless list, when we drink things that are not good for us, it affects every single body every single organ in the body, not just the stomach. It's absorbed into the blood. It changes our nervous system as to how it responds to things. Then it can go into our lungs because it's gone into the bloodstream. It's, It's a vicious cycle. And you can break the vicious cycle by starting with these identity issues. So when we come back from the break, we'll talk about how to change these identity issues and beliefs. Don't go away. <laughs> 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, and this is Dr. Mary Ann, and today we have been talking about goodness and kindness and how beliefs, negative beliefs relative to goodness and kindness affect our health and the way we are as an individual. Because goodness and kindness are identity issues. It's how do we identify ourselves. If you have negative beliefs surrounding goodness and kindness, you identify yourself as being bad, or not good enough, or unforgivable, unforgivable. Or you have a belief that people will always take advantage of you or that they're just way too sensitive because I'm just being who I am and they overreacted. Something along those lines. And issues surrounding goodness and kindness affect with goodness the respiratory system and with kindness the central nervous system. Also, earlier in the show, I spoke about how these beliefs are in every single cell of your body and they need to be released through energetic means. So now, what does that mean? If you've been listening and following the show for some time now, you'll understand that I mean by using an energetic medicine of some nature and there are many 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 types of energetic medicines some of them actually will use a machine to kind of change the energy flow of the body some of them will use needles 
to change the energy flow of the body. Uh, you might know that as acupuncture. And yeah, acupuncture has more applications than just simply physical applications. They, they, they have the applications of working with the emotional issues that we have. There are other energetic means out there. Yoga. It, it's a form of meditation, physical meditation. Tai Chi. That's my particular choice of physical meditation would be Tai Chi. There are things with using your hands in a method called EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. And they have taken the acupuncture points and changed it to a form of acupressure But rather than pushing on the points, they literally tap on those points. You might have heard of it as called tapping as well. Then there is the energy method of rapid eye technology. And I'm not very familiar with it, but it is somehow using the eye's motion to change the way our beliefs are affecting us. Then there is Qigong, another ancient Asian method of changing our beliefs. And then there's Reiki. And my favorite are the healing codes. Any and all of these energy medicine techniques will work to change your negative beliefs. So the big question is, how do I know if I have a negative belief in a certain area? And here are some tips. The negative belief related to goodness. If you do have respiratory issues, you might have a respiratory issue, a, a goodness issue. <laughs> if you have an opportunity that comes to you and you hear that little voice in your head say, ever so briefly, I can't do it, I'm not good enough. Or, they'll never accept me. I'm not good enough. There's a clue. And if you have an issue around kindness, take a look around you. Do you avoid people and situations for fear of what they might say or do? Or, Do you feel that people overreact to you because of possibly an unkindness act on your own part? Then you very well could have an issue surrounding kindness. 
Now, how do you, once you identify it, and you know, you don't necessarily have to identify that you have a goodness or kindness issue. It, it could always be a good thing to work on these issues energetically. And like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what techniques that you use to work on these issues. Just do it. If you're using yoga to meditate, or if you're just meditating or praying, whatever you want to call your work, do it in a way that identifies these goodness and kindness issues. So if, for example, you use prayer, pray that any goodness or kindness issues be eliminated. Don't even just go to the reduced. Go to eliminated. And when you're working on changing beliefs, always work as an action, not as something that has already changed. If you don't believe that you're a kind person, saying over and over, I am a kind person, just won't cut the mustard. I don't know if that's a southern expression or not, but it won't cut it. Work towards learning to become kind and work towards believing that you are good. And so one last thing I want to say about goodness is you may still feel bad and if there is an underlying programming it's not you it is your belief you don't have to change you you just need to change the belief and thousands of years ago There was a very wise, wise king. His name was Solomon, and he knew how this worked. He said, above all else, guard your heart. And your heart is where all of your beliefs, your negative beliefs, and if you have those negative beliefs, you're not guarding your heart. So he said, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. If you live by that, if you work towards the goodness and the kindness healing, you will have taken a huge step towards healing. So until next time, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Music.